Hey guys, um, my name is Matt Bergman, and this is the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 169, dudes. 69, dudes. It's 169, dudes. It's episode 169, dudes. Rufus. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm here tonight with, uh, we got um, Alexis Slagle. What's up, man? We've got fucking John Vibes. Holla. And we've got Philip Dassing. Hey, what's up? Yeah. And I guess number one, we were going to talk about like uh, recently there was like neighborhood scammers in my neighborhood earlier. Yeah, what's going on? Your block is hot, man. Yeah, right. Block is hot. So okay. like earlier, okay. So maybe tell, I should tell the story. Tell, tell the story of so, when, when you came, when you came up to the yeah, up trying. to like you're you're trying to like come up to my house, man. You're trying yeah. to you're trying to enter in the anarchy basement, dude. I know. And I you're trying to go into the, go forth into the danger zone, and then you get accosted. Yeah. So apparently, I I was driving up your street and I saw this dude. It looked like he was just waving at cars. And I drove past the person in front of me drove past him, so I drove past him too. So I get up and and park in front of your house, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey man!" So he comes at me with the sob story, and so I, I give everyone a chance. To I got tell these me, cheeseburgers, right? man. <laughs> I, give, I give everyone uh, a chance to tell me their sob story. I don't have any cash on me, and I'm not inclined to give people who kind of mm-hmm. look like they're drug, you know, like they're on drugs or something. So you think the dude looked like he was on drugs? Yeah, he looked like he was hopped up on something. Yeah, but he's like 14. I, I, hey, he looked like it, and especially the way he reacted when I said, I told him. No, I don't have any money to give. Sorry. And so he's like, oh, let me ask your friend because he saw you sitting on the porch. And that's when you responded. Yeah. So he goes up to you with this story of like, uh, you know, my my buddy's mother put me out and then I need to get back to East Baltimore. I need I need money to, to get back to East Baltimore. And I swear, I swear to God, this guy was on my street like, you know, 10 feet away from that spot. Like three weeks ago, with the same exact story, <laughs> and I was just so he's yeah. like he's like let me ask your buddy, and I'm just like what the fuck? I'm just like dude, you had the same story three weeks ago, and right away he just like turns around and starts Soon walking the other way. He knew he I'm like, knew it was busted. I'm like get some new material, and then um, so I laugh at that because I thought it was funny shit that you said that. Yeah, and then the guy's like maybe 14 years old tops, and then he's like talking about kicking our asses. Or first he calls us white motherfuckers, right? Yeah, he said yeah you white motherfuckers laughing at me you think i won't kick your ass i'll fucking kick your ass no dude it's yeah. like you, dude you're the first what? person you're the first person to bring up race i'm just calling you out that you're using the same scheme that you used three weeks ago and you're on my fucking street you i know, know? Yeah. i'm just calling you out for using the same scheme that you used three weeks ago and you're gonna you're gonna call out race you know of and course, of course, of but course. I mean, you, you'd never hear about that. You'd never hear about the racism that we were just that we've just experienced know, tonight. And, and the thing is, is like he calls <laughs> nobody cares. Fuckers, but like we were the like I told Matt, I'm like we're not the ones who would call the cops on you. So you're lucky. Like all we do is someone has to call the cops on you and and say and then have you say that to a cop and see what happens. You know, yeah. Like, luckily we're not that white. No, yeah, we're not. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so we'll hashtag it. Not those white people. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, th- th- that's the thing that that really annoys me about permit patty because right. you know everybody like from everybody's like you know laters across america fucking fuck per uh, fuck permit patty you know whereas in actuality you know shouldn't we be going after the motherfucker that wrote the law that permit patty can or, or anybody can call the cops on anybody for that we should be going after the snitches too 
both well, of them. Oh yeah, totally, totally. I'm, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not saying permit patty should be let off the hook, but I'm saying like ultimately, what to make the the biggest difference is going after the fucking you know, lawmakers. We don't have stupid fucking laws like that because that's yeah, the conversation. Never get upset about that. They that's the get... conversation that we need to have. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, it, it's kind of a scary place in in, in America now because you know like. Uh, I mean, it's you know these these Marijuana laws affect the memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's always that. Look, anybody can do this sober, okay? All right, Re- remember that vibes, Lord vibes, as you wish to be called. But yeah, so I mean, it's you know, it's really these laws that that, that are totally fucked up. You know, like why is it okay? You know, because right now with the media, you're being told, well, it would be okay for a white person to call on another white person, but since they're calling on a black person, it's automatically racist. So, for instance, like, you see a lot of these instances, and, uh, you know, Permit Patty, I mean, she's a fucking bitch, no doubt, right? right. But, I mean, you, you can't really prove any racism out of it, because she's not saying, she's not calling out any, she's not saying, well, you're black, or she's not, like, she's not bringing up race. And the dude at the pool, you know, I'm not saying the guy isn't being a douche, douchebag, but he's not bringing up race. But instead, it's like the court of public opinion is kind of like... um it's kind of like proclaiming people guilty before they can, before there's even any evidence to prove that they were guilty. It's the low-hanging fruit. Like, it's really easy and safe to be against racism, but it's not easy and safe to be against cop calling in general. Because if you start speaking out against cop calling in general, you're gonna have, you're gonna start getting in a whole bunch of awkward conversations, as we know. And I think that people are just terrified of walking into those awkward conversations. And if they do it once or twice, they a lot of them get knocked back in their place. They don't keep on yelling at people for years and starting podcasts like we do. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's like, for instance, with, with, with t- tonight, you know. And as an anarchist, like, uh, tonight is, I feel like it's especially interesting. And, you know, Philip, you might have, like, thought about this, too. So it's... Uh, you know, it said that this guy is like threatening to to kick our asses, you know, and it's like, you know, I'm not going to fucking call the cops because, you know, I hate no. the cops more than I hate this guy. And this guy's threatening to kick my ass. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know the cops will. will tr- you know, there's a situation. If you call the it's cops, like, I know what the cops are getting shot and I, I don't want to shoot the kid. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, there I know are allegedly weapons in the house. You know what I mean? So what are you talking about? <laughs> no, yeah. What do you <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Bill. Alleged. Yeah. Alleged. Yeah. Yeah. You would allegedly be able to defend yeah. yourself yeah. if right. anybody yeah. <laughs> meant you any harm. Allegedly, Phillips riding shotgun. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. these toy shotguns you have. Yeah. So, yeah, like uh, I think we're, we're definitely safe with that shit. Well, and, and I mean, and then the thing is, is like he, like after he, you caught him, he started walking away and threatening us. You know, people. I saw him walk down the street, and I saw you know other people. There's a bar at the end of your street, so like people are like coming in and out, and so I guess one person was walking to their house a few houses down from you, and I saw him like. Just go up and get in this dude's face, and he's like asking him. And then, so the guy looked like he blew him off, and I heard him kind of just like yelling and gesturing, and he started following him onto his porch. Like, yeah, so, and, and you know, we had a party today um, for my wife's family, and you know, like her, her cousin was leaving, and then this dude was apparently uh, asking him for money, and then starts plunging his car. What? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like I said, I, I saw this dude like three weeks ago on my street using the same fucking beat ass story. 
So it's, it's you know it's probably not true if he's saying it again today. Yeah, I wish I would have known all this because I wouldn't have gave him a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I Did you really? Yeah. I, I mean, usually um, I'm always, I never give out money either. Well, you know what they, you know the what they fact, say? Like, I, was I mean, I give kid. out money to people like well, that all the time. The kid was talking. I, I do, like, especially I him, if things are going good. You know what? You know what they say? They say there's a Schlegelborn every minute. <laughs> you know, just, if I'm just, in a position in my life where things are going good and I run into something where they're going, they're I understand. I'll usually, I, I've been blocks. there and I do that. You know, yeah. Well, the thing that's irritating is kid was like 14 years. Like he seemed distressed when I was talking to him, but then as soon as I gave him, like I was like, look, I can only give you a dollar, man. And he was like, oh, the bus cost five bucks. I'm like, god damn, what the fuck, city bus? Like five bucks? Like are you, what, yeah. crazy? Yeah. And the yeah, crack so bus? I, I was like, the, the crack bus? Yeah, what? but I, but um, you know, as soon as I gave him the dollar, then. And he just like looked away and was just like no no like thank you whatever and I was like you know what fuck you kid but whatever you didn't you know but um yeah I digress I mean I'll give money out to like you ever see the kids in Baltimore they're always like out there hustling like yeah. what washing windows or doing something it's like dude get a fucking job or do something you know what I mean at least there's kids out here like I'll gladly give them money they're like providing the ones a that are like selling water or and doing water. shit like that yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. shit it's like, come yeah. on, like you know just some fucking punk ass kid I'm like dude I'm you know, uh, but anyways, yeah, but because yeah. it's a different dynamic and shit like that. When they're coming up and like washing your windows with a dirty ass rag and shit like that, <laughs> they're in your space. People are like coming up well, in your space. But I mean, I mean like, if like, well, well, if somebody's selling water on the side of the road, well, they mean, are in a neutral zone, and you can come to them if you want it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's the second time he's come up to me with this extravagant story. You know, and yeah, like I mean, even people who go door to door and try to sell. You know, Bibles and Girl Scout cookies, I think, are like an invasion of my personal yeah, space. Yeah, I, I agree with you Like, on that get one. the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No solicitation. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like the person selling bottles... It, it's uh, selling Bibles, I'm sorry. or They're not. Re- they're usually not selling Bibles. Dude, there like, was one time I was no, rolling no, no, face, dude, dude, and I had, a re- I had like a two-hour-long okay. conversation out on my step with that motherfucker. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> I'm going to say, like, I, I have the same view when it comes to this uh, that uh, Pendulette has. And Pendulette, at times, he's like a militant atheist. But, you know, the way he looks at it like if, if this if these people actually believe that jesus christ is the son of god and if you don't believe in him you're gonna go like fucking die in eternity in hell and if they're not telling you about him then it's like you know i would have less respect for that person so it's like you know i i kind of understand that this person believes what they believe and they're serious about it so i'm not automatically mad at them oh, i respect that but and at I the mean, same time I'm, I'm gonna tell them to fuck off but nicely you know? exactly yeah. i mean they were lucky i was really fucked up that time and in the mood for a philosophical <laughs> conversation you know what I mean? They kept on asking to come inside, and I'm like, nah, you don't want to come inside. I know it's December. Dude, you should have got him like contact buzz, dude. I, kn- I know it's December, but we're going to chill out here right now. <laughs> you know, I know I'm wide awake. It's nine in the morning. That, that was a good time, man. That was that was a fun so experience. Is this like is were, this like where you live now? Like, so people are like like oh, uh, going into your door, so this, this doesn't happen Town, in like right? Appalachia. This was in Joppa Town when I lived in the city and shit. Uh, there were okay. a couple people at my house from the party the night before, and they were like all looking out the window at me like. You know, waxing philosophical with the Mormons and stuff on the on the porch. <laughs> and, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know, next tonight, I, I think I, I wanted to move on to fucking uh, Elon Musk because you know, yeah, like out of nowhere this week, you know, I see uh, one of my friends. He's, he's he's a good friend from back in the day in the, the punk rock show community, and you know, he posts some shit about like you know quoting somebody on twitter calling out elon musk for being a billionaire 
And of, of course, you know, I'm triggered right away because I feel like Elon Musk is like Elon Musk is exactly how like it's Elon Musk is best case scenario capitalism. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like he's doing it right. You know, he's doing it how it should be done. If uh, despite if, the subsidies and the donations, yeah, I mean, he's playing the game exactly. that that, yeah, that he's yeah, in. That, yeah, totally. That's my big criticism with him. Yeah, but I mean, it's not much for criticism when you understand that he's he's got to play the game that he's in, you know. And, and I, then he's actually turning around and doing decent shit with that money, and actually like showing the government up, like, oh yeah, I'll fix Flint's water problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I saw the, this this quote that was just like totally bashing him for being a billionaire. Meanwhile, this guy's uh, responsible for like fifty thousand jobs, and then indirectly, I believe he's responsible for like uh, I think it was two hundred fifty thousand jobs. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have been able to make a living since 2011 if it wasn't for PayPal. I mean, I guess Bitcoin would have worked, but uh, PayPal made it so people who owned websites in Australia could pay me, you know what I'm saying, Uh, overseas without any issues every month, and I had a debit card attached to it, and that's one of his things, too, so... Yeah, I, I, mean, I wonder how many people in commerce, like independent retail, very small businesses, like, you know, homie and his wife or homegirl and her husband, you know what I'm saying, doing their art thing or doing their uh, coaching thing or whatever it is uh, with the kind of solopreneur businesses, a lot of them probably would have not been able to survive without PayPal. Word. Definitely. Um yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't understand how. They, <laughs> and then after this dude uh, went out and he, uh, you know, posted like ragging on Elon Musk, a bunch of people actually commented to Elon's def- defense because Elon, he's kind of a person where it, it's pretty cool because he, he's an entrepreneur who's been successful, but a lot of lefties love him too. So I, I feel like since this this dude's like lefty friends came to Elon's defense, he was like, he was like, uh. Yeah, well, all the, the, you know, the first three quarters of the quote is about capitalism, and that's what matters, not the person referenced at the end. And it's just like, well, if you reference a person at the end who's decent, wouldn't that kind of like Go void out? Her. Wouldn't that kind of void out any point that was made in the beginning? You know, if the, if that person um, isn't like a, uh, a you know like a a, a, posit- a negative example, you know, uh, proving your your prior three quarters of a post. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a, a lot of uh, well, uh, prior to this week, at least when the news came out that he donated to Republican organizations, a lot of lefties did like him. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I was curious about that because I, I saw that, but I I was curious. Did anybody know about the organizations that he? Uh, I I, I so? don't know much about it, but I guarantee you that it was a tax thing. He's trying to get lower taxes or some shit like that. Or if you give the charity, it's all write offs. You know, he. It, I, well, I'm saying that like maybe he he is. I don't know the specific groups that he put his money towards, but I guarantee you it wasn't groups that are trying to like. Ban weed or gay marriage or or, or anything like that. I, I guarantee you, it was like uh, conservative tax organizations. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, I guarantee because a, a lot of them businessmen they put their money towards 
uh, political organizations that'll hopefully save them money in the long run. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Like that happens, and and they happen to be conservative because conservatives are less brain dead on economics than uh, slightly less brain dead on economics than liberals are, at least on taxes anyway. Yeah, I but mean, they still don't get the whole root of it. So I mean, fuck kind of. But you know, I, I just, I just, saw, I, I just saw, I just saw a post yesterday that uh, I mean, what is it? You know, this year we're spending so much more than we were spending last year. You know, so it's like, you know, the the fiscally conservative right. It seems to like they should be on the back of milk cartons right now. You know. It's like probably whoever yeah, they're, they're hidden hiding yeah. somewhere with the anti-war left. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Who have been missing since two thousand eight? You know, it, it's oh man. <laughs> they were they were in a cave somewhere, and Elon was trying to save them with a submarine. <laughs> Apparently, that's that's the criticism. Like I saw online from like a lot of people, they were just like, why like why is he offering to help after they're already being helped? Like what? Like it's not yeah. It's just like he wants credit for take. He, like, I forget. I forget the words they use, but they say he just pretty much wants to take credit for helping, even though he did nothing to you know to save these kids. He tried. He was one yeah. of many people trying to help. Yeah, I know. But they were like, "Well, that's kind of shit." He's like, "But then Elon's like, uh, actually, I'm going to keep it. Uh, make sure so I'm going to have like this submarine. So just in case something like that, like this happens again." I'll have it already, you know, made up or something. It was something like that. And then he got in a fight on Twitter with the pedo guy that that rescued him. I didn't hear much about this, so I, I was wait, I was hoping you guys could fill me in about. I it. mean, he just called the dude a pedo guy. What? I, I I don't know. He just straight up called the dude. He said, he said, you asked for it, pedo guy. I'm gonna prove you wrong that the submarine would have worked. <laughs> And because the pedo, I mean, I, I keep on calling him the pedo guy, but the guy, the guy who rescued the kids from the cave, um, he talked all this shit on Elon Musk and said it was just a publicity stunt or whatever, and he didn't know what he was talking about, and you know, and Elon responded on Twitter, you know, and said, uh, "What was it? I'll, I'll teach that pedo guy a lesson and prove that." It, it could have been done and that this would have been a good way to do it. Yeah, I saw that on the way in. I was like, oh, God, what is this about? <laughs> I mean, yo, he just has no chill on the Twitter, dude. He, he's he's a gangster. Oh, hey, man, you're president, you know, doesn't have any chill on Twitter. Why should you? Yeah, I mean, maybe he's warming up, yo, to, for a run for office or oh, some shit. shit. God help us. He's got to get his Twitter skills up. That's like coming along with the elections thing. You got to make sure... Everything's good to go in your background. You got to make sure you can talk right. You got to make sure your Twitter game's strong. <laughs> you got to make sure you know how to properly cut people down, humiliate them, and insult them on Twitter and shit. You got to be an expert at that. <laughs> Apparently, you, you do in 2018. I mean, it seems to get you places. Yeah. I'm going to start trying. I, do you have a Twitter? I just got a Twitter because fucking Facebook's put me out, and I figure I could whore myself around. On, I have on a, Twitter. a PRL Twitter if you want to get on there. I also have like a Daily Liberator Twitter, but yeah, you know, I really don't fuck around on them that much. Give me that password. Not at all. We'll see. I'll the thing is, I don't is trust like, you with it, dude. I'm trying to um, <laughs> nothing but dick fuck out of here. Phil. I'm trying to get this book signed. You know what I'm saying? And all the literary agents that like they're all on Twitter. Nobody's on Facebook. And you know, yeah, Twitter seems like to be more of um, for like journalists, or um, seems like it's more app like. It's, yeah, it's more see, it was useless to me. Yeah, it was yeah. useless to me forever because it's not really good at driving traffic to websites, uh, and that 
was kind of what I was focused on for a long time it's with my articles. Now for like articles. Well, like now it does, because most people who are on Twitter just stay there. You know what I mean? They don't really go to. They just dick around and have a a text message conversation with people back and forth, and they circle jerk to celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe if I try to play that game a little bit, somebody will sign my book. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like Willie Nelson will sign your book. No, I mean like like a, a publishing place. You know what I'm saying? Or what if Willie Nelson just wanted to autograph it? It's not published yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he would have to sign my computer screen. Yeah. It's awkward. So, yeah. So, the, you know, the other thing this week <laughs> was, uh, you know, it, it's the right after, about a week ago, you know, Arvin announced that he, he would want to, you know, he was going to, he was going to run for president in 2020 and that he was going to, first thing he would do would be pardon Ross Albrecht and uh, Edward Snowden. Right? It actually happened at the convention that yeah. they made the resolution for that. Exactly. And he, he came on here last week and he was telling us about it. And then uh, now apparently the Libertarian Party is, is coming out and they're like just taking his idea. And <laughs> No, no, I'm saying they, they did this yeah. two weeks ago at the convention. It's just coming out now though. Okay. So, so I heard about it in some podcast they were talking about. So Arvin and them had the same idea. Okay. <laughs> so it's not like Arvin uh, Columbus the idea. No, he didn't because it basically I don't think Arvin announced his run for president and and started talking about that pardon stuff until after the convention. So, um, but I know that's been on his mind. So I don't think he took that idea from them. <laughs> yeah. Well, but at, plus at any he rate. was probably a part of he was probably a part of the resolution being passed, considering it was the former vice chair, and it happened at the convention. So, so I, I, yeah. I, bl- I believe the article that I saw about this was was this published on the Free Thought Project? Yeah, I wrote that, and part. you wrote it. Yeah, yeah. So, have you seen like did this get any mainstream media airplay that that you've seen? Not really. I mean, it got. It got picked up by some crypto sites, you know what I mean? Um, but the mainstream media, as a general rule of thumb, tends to ignore anything about Ross Albright or the Libertarian Party. So with both of them in one story, I'm sure that they weren't really lining up to cover that, you know what I'm saying? So I think out there the only articles published are mine and some crypto sites. I, I haven't seen it anywhere else, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, right now it, it's it's very fucking disturbing because it was actually uh, Daryl Perry who introduced it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because I guess he's uh, the chair of the Libertarian Party in New Hampshire. Um, so he presented the pardon resolution uh, in New Orleans at the LP convention. So yeah, that'd be pretty amazing. Awesome. Like if uh, Trump pardons, uh, I I don't know. I doubt it would go that far, though. Well, I mean, I mean it but, doesn't. It doesn't seem without any media. Well, duty pardon know, the Bundys, yo. I mean, that yeah, I did yeah, not expect. Sir, they're on the right, you know, on the on the right wing end of things, and drugs are still a. Um, you know, an yeah. issue that Trump still definitely has a big puritanical base, and I think he tries to play yeah. to them with the whole drug thing. So that is what would make the situation difficult. But Trump did pardon that old lady that Kim Kardashian told him to, who was in jail for life for selling weed. So there's precedent. Yeah, there, yeah. there's That's precedent for him releasing drug criminals too. So why not Ross Albright? You know. Um, I, I, that that's the weird thing about Trump. Like, I I can't stand the guy, especially because of all the war stuff, and and, and that's the main reason. B- but 
it, he, he is so erratic and unpredictable that sometimes you can get some some positive uh, shit out of him. Oh, and I misspoke. He didn't pardon the Bundys. He pa- pardoned the Hammonds, who the Bundys yeah. were protesting for. Sorry about that. It's okay, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was like such a... I mean, yeah, I, I just think like the fact that... Um, we're talking about the dark web and yeah. drug, the drug trade worldwide, global drug trade. You know, like it's just going to be global drug trade. Yeah, I, something like that compared <laughs> to a bunch of ranchers that were fighting the Bureau of Land Management, and and you know, basically it was the Obama administration. So it's just like partisan politics, where this is like yeah. something that's not really. And the whole hacker element comes yeah, that, in. And, yeah, uh, like yeah. Russian hackers. Like I don't know. It's yeah. just it. The story's not. It's not going to play well, and that's why the media hasn't even really any. You, you see any mainstream media coverage uh, during the whole trial of Ross Albright, and and um, you know, because that was what two years ago. Well, yep. Yeah, I think you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you pair, other than Reason Magazine, um, which is wouldn't you, I wouldn't consider like a mainstream source, nah, by any stretch, not at all. But there really wasn't. They, I, you know, um, yeah. So. No Who knows? I, I, it, it, hopefully, it gained some traction, but we'll see. Well, it's good that the LP took a stance on something like this because we know Kyle Wagner probably did not vote for that. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was unanimous. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I know Kyle's been very critical of of Ross and all that. You know, the dark websites and stuff like that. Well, I think it's weird because Kyle's like uh, critical of Ross for disobeying the law, but at the same time, he doesn't believe the law should exist. Yeah. So Kyle's in uh, a bit of a conundrum with himself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I understand the logic. I just don't Kyle's conundrums. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what is this? uh, Jury nullification in Georgia? Jury nullification um, in Georgia. I, I forget the dude's name. Here, I got it up on. Well, I'll, I'll get it up. So yeah, there was this guy in Georgia, <laughs> which is a state where weed is still very illegal. Um, Boo. When I was there a little bit ago, I didn't really have much of a problem, but I still felt that there the cops were a little bit crazier there than in other La- places. Lawrence County, Georgia. Um, uh, so what's his name? Uh, Giovanni Mondre McCoy. Cool. Yeah, and this guy has a baller lawyer. Also, who uh, apparently really believes in jury nullification, and it's a part of her strategy, uh, you know, for getting people off on stuff like this. So he was basically just honest about his situation with the jury, and he told them that, you know, he took that he grew and smoked weed for his own consumption because apparently he was in, in a coma. He was in a coma, going and, back to... T- yeah. And wow. ever since then, he has used weed to kind of, uh, you know, deal with the residual side effects of that. And he just told a jury that, and even though he was obviously growing weed and he admitted to it, they said not guilty and, and let That's him awesome. off. And yeah. apparently the judge tried to stop her from reading the state constitution where it said that the jury had the right to, you know, listen or, or, or judge by the validity of the law, not just the, the evidence, you know what I mean? Like whether yeah. they agree with the law existing or not. So, so the judge tried to stop her from reading the apparently, state constitution? yeah. That's what she said on our Facebook, the wow. lawyer. Damn. Yeah, and that happened in the Weedman case too. In the New Jersey Weedman case, like 
five, six years ago when he won. I, it was even in California. I, I, I can't remember. Or no, he, he lived in California. It was in Jersey that it happened um, when he flew back there and stuff because he ran a dispensary in California for a while. But when he got caught up in Jersey with like a pound or something like that, he, like in the closing arguments, he told the jury that he was munching on edibles during the whole trial and shit like that, <laughs> and that weed is just what he, he he his food and all this shit, and they let him off on that, and the cops would like keep on coming after him and keep on trying to throw him in jail for different random stuff, and he always got weed on him, so they always got something to charge him with, and juries keep on letting him off and shit. It's happened multiple times in the past five years with him. Wow. That's awesome. We need more of that. Yeah. For other bullshit stuff that the, they try to charge people with. I mean, nullification is like a huge thing that I, I mean, I've heard about it for a while and like I never really quite understood it. And then it just realized like it's so crazy how like you could just say not guilty, you know? For, it, like I would just. But the thing is, like, it's so hard just to even. I've never been on jury duty. I, I tried to. I, I tried to. I ever. I just think like I'm probably on like some blacklist. <laughs> you know, like. And then the other part of it too is like even if you do well, that they select the jury pools. Like you know, I mean, unless you can navigate through the questioning, like just to get on a jury itself, let alone getting like called up for jur- jury duty, and then the fact like they're gonna fight it. Just like you said, like the judges are yeah. gonna, are going to stop it, or even just the fact, like look at organizations like FIJA, uh, was it fully informed jury? jury. So it's, yeah, like they'll literally, if you're just handing out literature outside courthouses, they'll like fucking, you know, arrest you or harass yeah. you or tell you because like they don't want juries to, they don't want you know individuals or juries to be aware of this. I mean, it's because um, you're putting so. the burden on people who live in the same area. To, you know, think about like stuff like. In a city where it's just like, really, you're like it's you're my peers, and I'm not doing anything that's hurting anybody. Whatever this, you know, hypothetical case might be, it's just like you're forcing that people to indict this person. And when they all, like, as a community, come together, you know, there's twelve, or even if it's just one person, right? Because it just takes one person just to say no, like I'm not guilty. So I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty cool, you know, thing for people to do. Yeah, it's just I just don't ever see myself ever on jury to actually <laughs> I'd be so weird if I yeah, was it's, it's never happened for me either dude but yeah. the cool thing about it is that like it's, anytime people tells like me us that... don't need to infect a jury for f- potheads to get off on jury nullification anymore because even the fucking squares think it should be legal so yeah. like well yeah but I mean we do need to educate people about jury nullification that's the cause truth because yeah. everybody doesn't know it and everybody usually curses it but, you know, you just got to let people know. Remember, no victim, no crime. You know, if, if it's a bullshit law, not guilty. Sure. Word. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks. The, the like, like you know, the, it seems like the libertarians never get picked. Like, any libertarian that I know, I, I can't, you know, they're always, like, whining about never getting picked for jurist duty. Jury duty. And then um, every status that I know is jurist. always complaining. <laughs> yeah, every status that I know is always complaining about getting picked for jury duty all the time. Yeah, trying to get out of it. And <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's like, God damn it, I wish I had the opportunity, you know. But right, right. Anyway. So what is this? Uh, Cody Wilson 3D printed guns. Yeah, yeah, so this is a dude who a couple years ago could have ended up like us, like Ross Albright. He did the uh, defense distributed and wiki weapon, it was called, and the ghost gun, which is the 3D printable guns, you know, the untraceable, uh, not, not metal guns. 
And, you know, obviously this was an agorist way of fighting for gun rights. And the government took down his website and everything. And there was a a big case. And recently, I think there were some... Uh, I guess you could say some conclusions to the case and stuff like that. Phil, did you get a chance to look into uh, that at all? Like, was he awarded something, I think yeah, you said? Yeah, um, so, like, I guess they, they came to a settlement uh, with him. Um, it was on June 29th, and uh, he gave, I think he gave it to the New York Times. He gave a copy of his agreement. Um, essentially, the government uh, determined that, you know, he can't, you can now, he can now sell the Online or, or for release it just I think just release it for public information of how to make a 3D gun, and um, they also agreed to pay. He I think he put out like forty thousand dollars in legal fees, and now the government's paying for all that, which I.e. all of us essentially. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, because they tried cool. to put him under and stuff like that. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They forced him to take down, and I mean I'm sure they threatened him with all of that. If he didn't take it down, they probably would have you know can try to convict him on something. You know, it, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, why? If you, it, I guess it reminds me of being a kid with like we always talk about like the anarchist cookbook, yeah, you know, and yeah. trying to find that and like, well, is that a crime to be in possession of that? And you know, kids like we talk like it was like, well, yeah, you know, they're not allowed to sell it anymore. But it's also one of those things like you blame the messenger. You know, it's the person's not three D printing the gun. You know, so they're just telling you how to do it. Exactly. And so exactly. I, I just think it's just so stupid. Like, we're allowed, you know, if we were supposed to, like all these, it just goes back to like all these regulations that we have for for you know the whole gun argument. I know it's kind of tiring to keep going back and forth about, but I feel like we should totally have the right to defend ourselves and arm ourselves. And if we choose oh, yeah. to purchase plans online and, and build it with a three D printer, like that should be then all right. You know. I don't see anything wrong with that, but I guess you should see like all the media spinning it, saying now guns will be untraceable and untrackable, and they're you know like the ghost gun and this and that, and they're and then the one the one article I read when I was reading about this said they said you know you can now three D print guns. What's next? <laughs> like what? Yeah, I, I, I believe yeah, I was I believe I was uh, reading hell in a handbasket. I believe I was reading in the past week that uh, apparently I think it was some like. Uh, MS-13 gang got busted in California, and they had, like, over 100 um, guns that they built themselves, so there was no uh, serial number. Yeah. So Well, hey, I mean, yeah, they could do it without a 3D printer, obviously. Yeah. Any yeah, modern so. machine shop. I mean, it's a, the argument on, like, I mean, you could ban all of them. doesn't matter. Like, modern machine shop, metal shop, you could you could manufacture them. You don't need a 3D printer. So, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Matt? Okay, so what is this MAGA hat tariffs? There's uh, so okay, so what is this? The MAGA hats are apparently being printed in China. Yeah, well, so let me pull up the article where to have it. That's pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, so there's a company out in California. They're not tied to the Trump campaign, um, but basically, wait, how do they make the Make America Great Again hats? But they're not tied to the Trump campaign. Yeah, yeah, they just get them embroidered. But apparently, the um, they're made out in California. Um, they typically cost anywhere from 19 to $13, but due to these tariffs that Trump just, <laughs> or that China, in response to Trump's tariffs, um, they could jump to, like, maybe, well, they no longer can make them in China, because it'll, so if they have to embroider them um, in the United States, it'll be upwards to, like, about $20 a hat. Well, their cost would be about $20 a hat, compared like, to 9 to $13. What's the most that you would pay for a MAGA hat? John Vibes. 
<laughs> I would not pay for a MAGA hat. <laughs> would I, would, I would pay zero dollars for a MAGA hat. <laughs> okay, well, then there's that. I would Damn. wear one just to troll people, just to like, tri- well, not just, just to trigger people, but I wouldn't want to wear it just because, like, fucking, it's just like such a toxic. Because Republicans. Right yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, just to like trigger people, but nah, just, yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Wait, did, wait, hold on, hold on. Did someone say trigger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is this? Uh, so, Sasha Baron Cohen is going to be at it again. Well, he already has been, apparently. The past uh, week, he's gone around trolling a whole bunch of different politicians. And apparently, he got Sarah Palin real good, but I don't know the details of it. But he made Dick Cheney sign a waterboard, apparently. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I don't know what he could do now, because how could you, like... Now everybody, Borat, like, but, how, but seriously, like, I saw somebody online say this, and it's so true. And it's like, if you, uh, yeah, if you if fall for too, this, you should, you should just be not allowed in public office. Because exactly, you're, like, you're obviously the so people who are running dumb, our country. You're are so falling out of uh, pop for, culture, you know? Yeah, they're falling for this shit in 2018. Like the people that are running our civilization. Wow! They're yeah, in charge of a whole bunch of dumb shit. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like falling for the dude from India who's calling and saying he's from the IRS, you know. But he's <laughs> obviously sounds like he's uh, from the Seven Eleven, you know. And then people are, are obviously keep falling for it because these guys still keep calling. It's like I'm still waiting for my, you know, the king in uh, Senegal to send me all that money. I, <laughs> he promised the Nigerian me. prince. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those situations. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm apparently the thing's just on Showtime, and I don't have that shit. I mean, so I don't know how I'm gonna it. see it. Like, the, like these people have to know. Dude, not, in, after what he did, he Ron got Paul. yeah, he got Ron Paul. He's yeah. as queer as the Dickens, and he ran away from him. <laughs> That's what Ron Paul said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ron Paul was like, "Get this guy away from me. He's as queer as the Dickens." <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. Like that. Oh uh, man, that irked me so much because it's like of all the people you could have like. Yeah, why? Right. Did of all Ron Paul, yeah, like yeah. the one person you're gonna fuck what, with. Yeah, is, what year was that? It would have been that, funnier. That, if that was like 20 Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It would have been so yeah. funnier if it fucked was like with 2012. Because I think it like that movie came Dude, out. Uh, Bernie would have probably blew him though. <laughs> no, Bernie would have been like, "Yeah, I want you get out of here." He'd <laughs> <laughs> have been chasing him with his finger above his head and shit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So I say they have to be in on it at this point. They have to be somewhat kind of like go with it and just. I feel yeah. like th- no. I feel like they realize it halfway through. I bet if really? we watch the footage, yeah, because he he definitely gets in there. They were th- he gets arrested and shit half the time when he does this. Yeah, but he's such a celebrity now. You think that, they, that most of these people that he's like they kind of go f- they go with it like they know it's a fake thing. It's almost like. I'm trying to think. Like, like, I mean, like a, like Sarah Palin probably thing. still thinks the Macarena's hot and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's n- it's not hot anymore. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Dude, that blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't now, know. I don't know how I still get like, but it's gonna be on Showtime. It's just about to come out, or yeah, yeah, oh, okay. about to come out. So I I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I'll be able to see it on the internet at some point. Yeah, like I've been like. Severely binging Corey Haim movies this week. Cool. <laughs> I, I mean, were you were you never were you never into the Corys? I I don't know much about them aside from the whole what happened behind the scenes situation. 
but I mean, I just know that they got molested and that they were drug addicts and that the one dude killed himself and that the one dude is trying to be a whistleblower now. Well, yeah. Well, anyways, like uh, so, Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, the the, the Corys of the '80s, and it, for some reason, like this week, I've been really big into like uh, looking up Corey Haim, and I've been digging up like uh, his his back catalog from the '90s, the shit that went like directly to video. <laughs> you cracked me up, dog. Dude, th- there you was found something. Interesting. Were, were you doing that? Were you doing? Were you watching that shit while you were uh, like manscaping with a knife? No, no, <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that again. <laughs> but at any rate, like, so I, I discovered this, uh, I discovered this, uh, this movie that Corey Hay made, and it was called, uh, it's called, what is it? Demolition High. Okay. So, and it's really, it's like a severe ripoff of Toy Soldiers with not as good of a budget and like straight direct to video. Like, the way you're describing yeah. it. But uh, it's totally awesome, though. Right like, like behind us. Alan, yeah, Alan Thicke plays his uh, father, and then so Dick Van Patten's in it too. But yeah, oh, dude, it was pretty such awesome. Nineties movie. Yeah, and th- then I watched the sequel, which was called uh, Demo- <laughs> Demolition U, is for Demolition University. You got too much time on your yeah. hands, man. <laughs> Demolition U was 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 not as good. Was not as good. Right. Yeah. Any other uh, uh, any any other B rate B rated movies? Uh, like C rated movies. Yeah. I went through ago, and recommend? watched the back catalog of an entire actor. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, at any rate, I, I, I was watching a, a bunch of Corey Haim stuff this week, but I would say Demolition High is the most notable of the movies that I saw. I also watched Fast Getaway one and two. Well, the first one's much better than the second one, but that as it usually is. Yeah, but anyway, I thought I'd share that because uh, that was pretty fun. Is there ever a time where like the second is better than the first? Well, a lot of people say Terminator that, Two probably. Well, I would disagree, but I mean, a lot of people say that Terminator Two is better than the first one. So, I mean, it's Terminator Two is a really great movie, but you know, the first one for me was just like so dark and and raw, whereas that was awesome. And the second one was kind of like, oh, let's make a Terminator for kids, you know? So yeah, maybe like the last time I saw that, I was a kid. So maybe like well, yeah, and I, <laughs> I saw I saw it in 1991 when I was a kid, and then I thought it was better than the first one initially. But then you know, as the years went by, it's like yeah, that that dark raw aspect of that first uh, Terminator movie, I think, is just really yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know when the second one's ever better than the first, really. Yeah, I mean, well, Terminator Two is a, a great argument for a lot of people, but you know, like I said, I would take the first. Did you count but, Star Wars, um, Star Wars, yeah. Well, a lot of like people two, think three, the yeah, yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, a lot of people stereotypically like, say Godfather. Yeah, um, I've heard that too. Yeah, the second one over the first. Yeah, yeah that's, I've heard that too. It's been a while I mean, since I saw the second one. Yeah, it's been, it's definitely been a while since I've seen that. But yeah, like, dude, there's 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 been quite a few movies that I can't think of any off the top of my head. But usually, but usually it is the you know second one's kind of worse uh, than the first. Home Alone two. I bet, I bet, <laughs> See, I bet porn, I bet porn movie, movies have it. good sequels. See, well, well, so there's a couple sequels. Like, okay, so Home Alone two is is. Home Alone 2 is kind of the same exact thing as Home Alone 1, and it might improve upon it, except for Home Alone 1 was already done first, and 2 was the exact same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't get those originality oh, dude, points dude, that the first one had. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. That I mean, was the shit. Yeah, I mean, Vanilla Better Ice. Than the first? Dude, go Ninja Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that shit was hot. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, man. Yeah, he got down with the rat and everything. Oh, dude, I think I saw that in theaters at least twice. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure people are loving this, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, are they cursing us in the chat? Yeah. You know, like uh, uh, actually, um, Mitch Tolan is like ragging on Alex right now, big time. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, he says your beard game's weak, and he's egging your house for being a Phillies fan. Oh, right really? Nah. Hey, Alex, <laughs> do you like the Phillies? Uh, feel these feel nuts. These nuts. Yeah, saw, His yeah, beard game just one. looks weak because he's sitting next to me. It's all good. It's really actually quite nice. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Backdoor vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. I haven't been biased since high school. Okay, wow. so yeah. So yeah, I want to take a minute. I want to take a minute to let people know we have a Patreon now. So uh if you just Google Punk Rock Libertarians Patreon, you'll you'll find us on there. And if you contribute, um, it's, I believe it's a minimum of a dollar per month, you'll gain access to all of our After Hours episodes, which we record after the podcast. So, you know, you'll have access to bonus material right off the bat for contributing as, as little as a dollar a month. You know, you can do more if you like. You know, we have uh, equipment that's going up here and stuff. So we, we appreciate if you'll, like, contribute to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement. Damn it, just a dollar. Dude, s- do settle down. You're like that kid who was out in the street, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, <laughs> so He actually does need to get to East Baltimore, though. <laughs> okay, dude. Go find him. <laughs> so, yeah, we've also got uh, t-shirts for sale over at uh, libertariancountry.com. And if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. We also accept articles over at thedailyliberator.com. So if you have something to say, we've provided a podium for which you to say it. And until next time, live free or die. That is shed. Stretching the flies on the tax bombs and red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? Soldiers and gods and death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You stop what the truth that bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make a break Break the power, break the power Society owes individuals nothing more Than not interference with natural rights What's a virtuous person fully comprehends The non-aggression principle The violence of the state